You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, and as promised, we are joined now by Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey, just back from the NCAA Women's Coaches Academy in Denver, where, uh, Coach, you were not only uh, there, but you were presenting, uh, and welcome to you. Thanks for being on with us today. Thanks, thanks for having me. Um, always fun to be here. Uh, so, yeah, I was, um, I'm actually on faculty. I was on the faculty at the Women's Coaches Academy. And I have to point out, so Treasure Fields, my director of ops, actually attended and was part of this year's, and uh, it's kind of a celebratory year for them, their 20th year having this Coaches Academy. Wow. So Treasure was part of that. Isn't that cool? Very cool. Very cool. And so tell me more about the Women's Coaches Academy. Is it for coaches of all sports from schools all around the country? It is. So it's run by um, an organization called We Coach. They are wonderful. I love this organization. Um, their executive director, um, I think that's her title. She's the head honcho, so whatever her title is. But her name is Vanessa Fuchs. And uh, she has a background as a, a college student athlete and was, I think, the SWA at Florida State for a little bit. So she has, you know, a stint in um, administration and a love for coaching. And she um, is is running the ship, and uh, they they have programs for, uh, I think, all coaches, all female, all women coaches of all sports. So there is there are pro. This particular one um, was for college coaches, but they also have programming throughout the year for coaches at the high school level as well. Huh. So they just ha- it is just such a great organization and so supportive. It's such a great community and a great resource. So anybody that is a female coach, I encourage them to look them up and and take part in some of their programming because it, it is great. Very cool. Sounds like, uh, and you said you've been there the last five or six years, sounds like something right up your alley, really promoting yeah. women's sports and, and female coaches also. I, I, I can't, I don't, I sadly don't remember. I've been there a, n- a number of times as part of their faculty. I've never attended um, the academy. And so the fun story about that is I've been following the, this organization. I won't say for 20 years, as long as they've been around, right. but I've been following it for a while. And, you know, when we first started acrobatics and tumbling, we weren't an NCAA sport. So I couldn't go to the academy. Oh, yeah. Because we were not an NCAA sport. But I was, you know, so envious and wanted to go. So I actually <laughs> ended up doing this podcast at one point, um, <laughs> excuse me, with the lady at that time that was the CEO. And she was just asking about the sport. And so I was doing my typical A&T education. Right. And she circled back with me one day and said, hey, see, I was wondering – if you'd want to present at the Women's Coaches Academy. And John, no one, thank goodness it wasn't a Zoom call because I completely fangirled when oh, they asked me to do it. Yeah. Now, out loud, out loud, that, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds great. But I'm hand over the receiver of the phone, jumping up and down, like, oh my gosh, I get to go. <laughs> that is great. So I'm just, I'm really honored every time they ask me to come. And it, it, it is, uh, you laugh, you cry. I mean, I'm only there for 24 hours. You know, Treasure got the full experience. And, I've been there, I guess, enough now to experience all the little pieces of it, not ever at one time. And um, you just laugh, you cry, you you listen to other people around the country who 
have the same challenges and you lift each other up. I mean, it is, it really just fills my cup every time I go. So I'm eternally grateful. Every time they ask me, I'm like, yes, I'll be there. Don't, you don't even have to ask me. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds great. That sounds so cool. And again, right up your alley. Uh, It looks like by one of the pictures I saw from your presentation there, the the background says team culture. Was that Mm -hmm. one of the topics you spoke on this year? I did. That was, that was, that was my topic was okay. team culture. Okay. So, um, and if you, that was a dog in the background growling, by the way, I'm sorry. To all of <laughs> I know. I love your dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Who made an appearance um, on the coaches show, not in person, but, uh, yeah. by name. Not yet. So, yeah. Soon. yeah. Yes. Bring them, bring them next time we have a coaches show. <laughs> but yes, I was able to speak on team culture and it's my favorite topic. I mean, I have a lot of favorite topics, I guess. I think I just talked too much, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And, um, you just get so much energy from the room. This was their largest group because it was their 20th anniversary. I think they had 100 participants, and I think it's usually around 40 or 50. Wow. So it was great to connect so many coaches of all uh, college sports across the country. And a uh, pretty receptive audience to what you had to say? I think so, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I, they, I got a, you know some high fives after and some questions after. There That's you go. always positive, so yeah. Very good. Um, is this uh, is this something that might expand for you and acrobatics and tumbling? You know, as you move in from NCATA to full time NCAA status, um, you think uh, you know A and T may be a little more prominent in this week, Coach? You know, we are. Yeah, and we're already seeing the growth. And I shared that with the participants when I spoke yesterday. I told them how excited I was when it was my first time to be there, and then. A year or two after my first presentation, there there has been up until this point, you know, one acrobatics and tumbling coach has participated each year. Okay. So for the past couple of years, and this year there were three in the room. Oh, so neat. Yeah. To me, that that's already showing the growth. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just <laughs> um, I can't wait to see. I, we won't take over. You know how we tend to take over. So hopefully, <laughs> I don't think you'll ever see fifteen of us in there. Probably. But, <laughs> um, maybe maybe we'll continue. I think it's a great resource for our coaches. We do a lot of coaches training within the NCATA, which I think are very beneficial. But this this training, I would suggest it to any female coach in the country. It is just it's really something special. Very cool. Very good. Well, congratulations on being selected to come and be a uh, presenter, a faculty member there. Uh, That's a kudo to you and your program that you were asked to be there. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Good. All right. Let me ask you, uh, we had earlier today, I was talking earlier with Aaron about our athletic department staff meeting this morning, and I thought it was really cool that each of the head coaches got to get up and say basically what you wanted to about a highlight or a celebration moment or something to remember from this past season. Uh, and and you had just a tremendous story to tell. Would you mind uh, sharing that with our audience this afternoon? Sure. So um, we, I mean, I could talk for hours. I won't. I'll give you guys the Reader's Digest version. So every year, you know, is a journey. And it's the reason that I continue to coach is going through this journey. And there's a physical journey, which is the normal journey where, you know, you get strong, you do this, you do that, you compete, etc. And that's the one, that's the easy thing. You know, as hard as it is, that's the easy part. The other journey is the journey of this group of humans coming together to work toward a common goal. And so what I shared this morning was just, um, a couple of moments that let me know that we were progressing through those stages that we needed to progress through um, and kind of brought it, you know, around full circle. So I, uh, there's been a couple of moments during the year. One of the things we look for, I guess I should start there. One of the things we look for is just the communication style and, and 
everything. And so I observed that all year. And there were a couple moments during the year where it was just really uplifting. We had a freshman step in right before the first meet of the year. And, and I watched her teammates celebrate her. And as a coach, you look around and look for that because um, it, that's taking someone else's starting lineup spot. So here I am kind of navigating all of these personalities. And, and you want to continue to navigate that all the way through the end of the year. So um, at the championship, there were a few moments, but one in particular where um, I had to explain to the team that it was time for them to want it. It wasn't just me anymore. Like they needed to want it and they needed to come together. And um, throughout this entire year, I'm giving them phrases and thought processes and et cetera. And you hope they're sticking. You don't know. John. Right, if right. You don't know if they're sticking with them. Right. And so after the first meet, um, we didn't have a great <clears throat> first meet, not for us. And we knew that going into that second meet, we were really going to be tested in the semifinals. So I just really handed it to them at the team meeting, and it was up to them. And so the next day, I came into pregame, kneel late because I had to be at a meeting, and I came in, and they were all off to the side hmm. um, in a meet, like without any of our staff over there. And I look at the rest of the staff, and I'm like, what is going on? And they said, well, they just called their own team meeting. And I'm thinking, great. <laughs> this is going to go great or bad. And um, so I, I kind of I walked over to get my food, which is near where they were, and admittedly eavesdropped a little bit. And uh and what I heard was all of those phrases <laughs> and all of those thought processes <laughs> that I've been throwing at them the entire year. They were reiterating them to themselves, and, <laughs> and they were um, they were talking to each other and they were lifting each other up. And, and it was just I walked away because it wasn't fair for me to listen. I had heard enough, but it was emotional. It yeah. was cool, and I knew in, in those moments we had turned the corner. So I shared that story, and I shared a story specifically about one of my student athletes, where because I believe if you you got to get to the point to have a conversation with someone, a really straightforward conversation if you can get there as a coach and athlete and within a program you're in a good place and we had gotten there this year and I was able to look at this athlete in the eye and just have a really direct conversation with her and after and a lot of them this one in particular well after the season was over and we won I praised our team for that like Mm -hmm. the reason we won is because you allowed me to you allowed me to have this conversation with you. You not only heard me, you you listened. You listened and you heard, and you you allowed it and you welcomed it. And and that's the reason that we were successful this year. I think it's the reason we try to do that every year and be successful. But I had uh, this morning, as I was drinking coffee, texted my athlete, and she's already graduated. And I was like, you know, just checking in, wanted to say hey, let you know that I shared a story about you yesterday um, at this We Coach event, and. Um, and I, she knew what I was talking about because we had talked about it postseason and, you know, about our conversation. Right. Love you, blah, blah, blah. And her response to me was, I would do it all again. Oh. And if you, at the very beginning of the, um, I, I guess I forgot that part, but at the very beginning of the year, that's our goal is can, will our athletes want to do it all again? Yeah. And so yeah. for me, it was like this full circle moment because she said she wanted to do it all again. So that was my um, long winded version of our moment this year it was a series of moments and it kind of showed that we had progressed through the stages we needed to and and got to the right place in the season gosh what a great story you know from a from a coach's perspective where like you say you know you you give them this information and you sometimes beat it into their heads but then when it comes pouring out you know your words out of their mouths you know you're making an impact there you know they're getting it uh yeah it is it's and we can say it until we're blue in the face. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Probably like parenting. I don't have kids. Dogs are like that too. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got forty-five kids. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, but it, it is fun, and it will. You know, the interesting thing, and again, it's why I love coaching. We have a lot of returners. We have a, a big freshman class that we will start over at ground zero yeah. next year 
going through that that journey of communication and that journey of um, getting back to that point where we can have those conversations and communicate in such a way that the team goals are paramount. It's no longer about me. And, you know, we're not doing it justice because there's it's too much. It would take us hours and hours to get through it. But, man, it's a really cool thing to watch. That is so cool. And the other thing you said was, that really got my attention, was you, you felt like you needed to do that. You needed to really get their attention because you felt like you weren't at your best in the opening, uh, you know, opening matchup, uh, really much better in the second. And then going into the championship, you really needed them to, to be at their peak. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, they were, I think that we're just all human and so different. And if we expect, you know, you're never just going to get there and stay there. And we went through that first meet and they weren't at their best. And if we would have gone in to the second meet, to the semifinals, where the start values were very similar, and they went in in the same headspace with Mm -hmm. the same thought process, we were going to be bested that day. So Mm -hmm. I had to wake them up a little bit and they had to decide. That they wanted it, you know, and we, I would tell you that we peaked probably on the second day. We did well on the third day too. Um, but it was that magic. It's that magic moment we look for every year that I call turning the corner. Yeah. We turn the corner at the semifinals of the national championship. This wow. Year. That is a great story. Well, that's uh, that's why you are who you are, and that's why you all have won eight straight at Baylor National Championships and why you've won 12 straight. So uh, that's a great story. Thanks for uh, sharing that with us today. And congratulations again about the NCAA Women's Coaches Academy. Uh, it wouldn't it – wouldn't, uh, have much validity if you weren't a part of it so congratulations on that i don't know there's a lot of amazing women there so that's I was cool happy i'm always just happy to be in the room with those i was fangirling all weekend with all of the, that's the women that were there so yeah thanks for having me john and, and acknowledging all that I truly appreciate you always great to visit with you thanks fee have a great summer see you soon All right, thank you. Felicia Mulkey, the uh, outstanding multinational championship winning coach of Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling. This year's was the eighth straight for Baylor A&T. Fee, going back to her time at Oregon, it is her 12th straight national championship. So uh, nobody like her uh, in the sport of acrobatics and tumbling and really in uh, in women's sports. So Fee is one of a kind and uh, just wanted to get her thoughts on this NCA Women's Coaches Academy because it really does, Aaron, seem like it's it's right up her alley, you know? Yeah, it sounds like she had a great time and it sounds like, you know, she really had some people that were affected by her speech. Yeah, you know, yeah. she said she had some people ask questions, which obviously means they're interested and right. come up and just kind of thank her afterwards. So yeah. sounds like it went very, very well. That's great. Now, did you find that website? Where is that? We Coach? Yeah, and it's uh it, on Twitter, it's just at WeCoach. At WeCoach. W-E-C-O-A-C-H. But you can just Google WeCoach also, and okay. it'll, it'll bring up their website. Very cool. Didn't know, I, to be honest, didn't know anything about this So I saw that I Fee had yeah. been there this year, I mean this week. So first I knew about it, and she's the perfect person to talk to about that. All right, thanks to Felicia Mulkey, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach. Let's take a break. When we come back, we will uh, look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you. Plenty more coming up. John Morris Show will continue 
in a moment. Brought to you in part by the Sterling Clothing Company. That's Billy Garrett's new venture. Boutique-style clothing has come to Waco, a new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. What type clothing, you say? Well, uh, you'll find men's dressy, casual clothing, good for every day at the office, or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. It is Sterling Clothing Company, new location at 2012 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. That's in Ridgewood Village. They're on Facebook and Instagram and on the web at sterlingclothingco.com.